This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. We've got David Bennett online and uh, we'll press a button and see if he's there. Are you with us, David? Good morning, Brian. Yes. It's really good to hear you. And uh, anyway, how have things been going for you in the last week? Uh, no, good. We've just had the recess, which was. Um, there was. Oh, no, we're back in Parliament this week. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. You forget about it. Uh, but uh, no, it's, it's been an interesting week. I think the Western Australian elections over the weekend were a bit of a drubbing for the Liberal Party there. But yeah. really just show um, how important that COVID response is. And. When you combine that with the New Zealand elections and the Queensland elections, mm. um, you know, it shows that if if the government has uh, maintained a relatively COVID-free country, then uh, effectively they'll be uh, re-elected with a large mandate. So yep. um, I thought we got smashed pretty bad last year, <laughs> but if you look at what happened in West Australia, we did actually quite well. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, there's nothing much you can do, really. It's no. just... Um, but how, how the public opinion goes, and, and rightly so too. You know, like yeah. the people are being kept safe and all that. So you would expect them to to re-elect the the government of the day. And there's uh, uh, just a, another interesting facet, I think, in politics that in 20 years' time people will um, be a bit more aware of. Yeah, surely. And of uh, course, COVID uh, in New Zealand now is all on level one, including Auckland. And uh, bless, bet there was a big sigh of relief when that happened. Yeah, well, I think actually they got it wrong on the last lockdown, you know. Okay. Like, um, you know, they put us... Uh, well, they put Auckland into lockdown the week before and mm. it probably came out a day or two too early and um, then had to put Auckland in for another week. And, um, you know, I guess the Aucklanders, um, their patients will be running out very <laughs> quickly and they wouldn't want that kind of mistake to happen again. But, um, you know... In general, it runs back into to level one. Yep. Um, and uh, like yesterday, I was down in Queenstown, we had the Wanaka show there, which is a oh, yep. major agricultural show. And just walking through Queenstown, just to to see the place, you, you, you know, there was um, quite a few people around, you know, and, yep. and what you'd expect, you know, from what you're hearing. But that was because there was the Wanaka show and also the um, uh, Crowded House had a concert there. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but you go in between sort of the main streets and down the little nooks and crannies, and there's a there's a lot of restaurants and bars and cafes and things that are that are set up for a tourist yep. market. And um, you know, you talk to some of the staff there, and that they really are struggling. And um, you know, it was an unusual weekend, I guess, in the sense that there were people there, but even then, um, you know, they had a couple of events to go to. But you know, you can see it's going to be a very very difficult winter mm-hmm. uh, for for those uh, businesses down there. It's a bit of a blow, really. Uh, they had a good turnout to, to Auckland yesterday for no no, no racing. Either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there yeah. we go. That's the way life yeah. is. And uh, so we're all on level one. But there has been, as you pointed out, some long term effect on businesses. Some of them just packing it in altogether. Yeah. So well, there will be some, and especially the vulnerable businesses like tourism and. Education and that there'll be some other businesses like construction and that that yep. you know won't be feeling it quite as much. But um, you know, if the tourism businesses fall over in places like Rotorua and Queenstown, that's a big 
Yeah, yeah. The um, idea of an Australian bubble, that's still up in the air a bit, I think, isn't it? I think it's pretty it's being quashed by the current government. I think um, uh, all the comments we're getting out to sort of that won't happen in the next year. Yep. So uh, I wouldn't imagine, so even Australia's talking about Singapore now. Um, yep. You know, that's, that's how frustrated they are. Uh, you know, it's a it's a very conservative approach, um, and that's it's the I guess um, the results in the weekend showed that you know people were happy with that conservative approach. Sure. You know, Western Australia has been cut off from the rest of Australia for a long time now, and um, you know that that um, yeah people are putting that the, the health issues above that. So mm. the, the question is, so do you take such a conservative approach? Or Yep. Uh, the other option is, uh, do you just let businesses fall further and, and industries that are, um, you know, are going to suffer from the current circumstances? Or the third um, option is you decide, well, hey, we want those businesses to survive. Um, the government policies will bring in place, mm. which means that they can't travel or there won't be any people travelling there um, or their, their business won't be able to function as it normally would. Yeah. Um, Housing, of course, still uh, a problem. It's a long-term and short-term uh, problem, uh, depending where you are. Are there any answers? And I think the Reserve Bank um, chap uh, was putting a few ideas forward last night on TV. Did you see that? Yeah, I just don't think he's quite on the numbers there. OK. Um, uh, you know, it's not up to the Reserve Bank to solve this issue, you know. Um, yeah, I think local bodies can do a lot more around zoning. Yep. Um, they're very tight around some of those things and um, you know they make it very difficult in some cases yes. uh, central government's got a role as well around infrastructure um, to enable councils to do that zoning um, so you know I think those two elements would be better to work together than trying to see a reserve bank have the answers because um, you know they can't really do the signals and mm-hmm. that but they can't um, actually build the houses Right. Where central and local government effectively can create the environment for that building to happen. A heck of a lot of uh, building going on in uh, Hamilton anyway, and talking to the councillors as I do on radio from time to time each week, um, they were um, pretty excited about the growth in Hamilton. Yeah, well, Hamilton's doing okay, but if you look at relative to, say, Cambridge and other places around the region, yep. Hamilton's a pretty poor performer in that sense, and, um, and the council are will uh, consider to be much more difficult to deal with than, say, um, you know, the Waipa District Council for okay. building and consents and, and um, you know, construction. And you just have to look at the industrial growth that's moved into the Waikato District just north of Hamilton mm-hmm. um, and uh, to the Waipa District and how happy there. 
and uh, theoretically all that stuff should be in a Hamilton type zone rather yes. than actually have two other councils on the border of Hamilton uh, being seen as as much more business friendly and so uh, businesses have gone there so um, although the councils may be pa- councillors may be pounding themselves in the back I, I don't think it's a great deal um, because of their work I think it's more to do with the just our geographical location and also the infrastructure by the roading that was put in by the previous government. Um, yep. Whereas you look at probably Waipa and Waikato have been a little bit more open to taking advantage of that infrastructure and that's why their growth rates um, you know, are much higher than you would expect necessarily whereas Hamilton could um, be growing much quicker and could be a, getting a lot more business into to the city. So... Um, yeah, I, I'd probably dispute their, their view <laughs> and say, well, you know, look at it relative to those other two councils right beside you. Um, you should be doing much better than what we are doing in the city at the moment. Okay. And uh, the uh, just announced some changes to the firearms uh, legislation. Uh, anything you'd like to comment on, on that one? Yeah, I haven't had a good look at that, so I'd have to come back to you on that one. Um, okay. Uh, well, what were they saying they were going to do? Well, trying to, they're going to get a bit tougher, I think. That's basically the uh, yeah, well, guts yeah, of it. A bit, bit, bit of a public reaction to that, I think. Um, you know, the, and it's important to acknowledge today what happened in Christchurch mm, absolutely. Uh, two years ago yeah. and you know, how terrible the tragedy that is and our thoughts with the Muslim community in our yes. city and, and especially in Christchurch as well. Uh, and, and the direct effect of that was a change in the gun laws and... Mm. and um, you know, that that was met with some resistance by gun owners, uh, but in the end of the day, it was a air, air of inevitability about it yep. once something like that had happened. Uh, I think further gun law reform and further restrictions, um, you know, would be met with even more resentment by the gun owning community. Um, and they see that as a sort of attack on personal rights and, yep. um, and the ability to, to, to be... Um, uh, good gun owners that you know that um, are responsible in what they do. So, um, and, and we don't really see the government attacking the people that are irresponsible, like the gangs and and such like um, that don't hand their weapons in and that um, are involved in activities where those guns could be used on people. Yep. Um, so, you know, I think there's a bit of a double standard there. It's easy to go after the the, the easy hit but, um, but it doesn't seem the government was willing to go after the people that potentially are the most dangerous at, the, at this time mm. Oh well we'll hold it on that and see where we're going, I see that uh, a lot of the banks are closing down and checks are out later this year that'll have some impact uh, with some people particularly older people because uh, they're used to having a bank and they're used to having a checkbook Yeah I know mum and dad you know you have to do their accounts the bills now you know Things that are not as confident on that as you know a younger person might be, um, but they're getting there. You know, they yep. get better each time, and so um, you know it is part of the changing, um, you know, changing world, world we live in. That we live in, yeah, and um, you know, nothing ever stays the same, and um, there are many things that change over time. You know, like people have we've moved away from sort of landlines to cell phones. You know, yep. so. There are all those changes happening, and and we can't expect banks necessarily to to stay in the past and 
have a branch everywhere and and um, you know just because that's what we've been used to um, you know it's you know, like the post offices for example moved many years ago to, mm. to changing their systems and, and ultimately um, you know if we ask the banks to do all those things you're going to pay for it in higher interest rates and less loans um, because it's going to reduce their profitability so you know we've got to be careful what we want to push for um, <laughs> right. in that sense um, but uh, you know it's just getting that balance right so that there's enough change happenings that we're keeping up with new technology but at the same time uh, especially people in remote areas that don't have good internet access um, or those that you know maybe have a generation where they're not used to those changes yeah. um, still have the ability to get to transfer it and, um, and get onto the, to the new systems. For more episodes use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.